KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Recently, the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine was greenlit for children 12 to 15 years of age. Now, many in that age group have now been vaccinated, but many parents still have questions. We wanted to get some answers, so we caught up with Dr. Lee Beer. She is the president of the American Academy of Pediatrics, and we talk all things kids 12 to 15 years of age getting vaccinated. Give a listen. So I guess, first of all, if I told you a year ago that we would be where we are right now with vaccines, frankly, would you have believed it? You know, I don't know that I would have believed it. I, I would have wanted to believe it, but but I really am just so impressed and amazed by the work of our scientists in getting us to where we are now with the vaccines. So we've recently opened up to, to 12 to 15, and I assume that is a decision you were very much on board with? Yeah, absolutely. We, we were very supportive of that and really encouraged by the data that we saw and really encouraged by the progress that's been made. So I'm curious, why would... As a layman, explain to me why there would be concerns that a vaccine would affect someone in their teens differently than someone older. What what is the concern? What has you know, what what are people looking for? Yeah, it's a great question. And and actually, it's an important time to really emphasize that that when you do vaccine or other medication development, for that matter, you know, development, you know, it really does follow a very careful process um, and really looks at the impact of the vaccine in adults first and then slowly works its way back to look at the impact on on children. And part of that is because children are just they're often smaller. Um, their bodies are growing and developing and growing through different changes. And so it's really important important to make sure that for every vaccine, for every medication is as safe as and as effective as it is in adults. What have, with regards to the the 12 to 15 age bracket, what have we learned from like the 16 to 18 that made everybody feel comfortable about 12 to 15? You know, we certainly learned quite a bit from the 16 to 18 year olds, but also from uh, also from the clinical trials in children ages 12 and up. And really what we learned is that the vaccine seems, you know, really does have equal safety and efficacy in children, teens, 12 and up. And this has been, you know, again, really encouraging. The other thing that, that we've really learned is about side effects. This is something people ask about a lot and that the side effects are really pretty similar in, in teens and adults, you know, a little bit of a sore arm, some tiredness, maybe sometimes for lots of, for lots of teens and adults, no side effects at all. You mentioned a question, you get a lot of side effects. What are some other questions parents are giving? Uh, What are some of the most common ones that maybe you could address here if they're getting their, their 12 to 15 year old kid vaccinated? So, you know, the first question is, is why? Why why should I get my child vaccinated? And I think there's a couple reasons for that. You know, we're, we're, we're really grateful that children are at less risk for severe disease with COVID than adults, but they still can get quite sick, actually. And, and a lot of kids have gotten sick and we don't have a great way to predict which child will get sick and which child won't. And so, so that's one really important reason. The other important reason is that, you know, our kids have borne the burden of the pandemic in a lot of different ways as well. You know, the disruptions to school, not not being able to hang out with their friends or have birthday parties. And so the vaccine can really help make sure that that teens can get back to doing all those things that are so important for their development and their education and their social emotional development. 
The other question people ask a lot is, you know, you you brought this up at the at the beginning, you know, we're we're really encouraged by how quickly we've been able to get a vaccine, but sometimes people wonder how did how did it happen so quickly? And there's a couple pieces of that. One is to know that the science behind the vaccine, the science the vaccine is built on, actually has been under development for decades. And so that it really is not new science. The other thing to know is that the parts that of of the vaccine development that were accelerated that happened faster were not the safety parts. They were not the scientific parts. They were the administrative and bureaucratic and paperwork and financing parts. And so those were the things that were sped up, not the development of the science. And I guess the final thing I'll say, actually, you know, I, as you might imagine, have looked at all of this really carefully through my work and my profession. And I have a, two kids as well at home who are 12 and 16, and, and, and both of them have gotten their vaccines. I feel confident enough in the safety and the importance of the vaccine that, that I'm, you know, I was first in line to sign my kids up for it. Have you run into, for much of the pandemic, and you mentioned that, you know, some kids get sick, but it doesn't affect as many as adults. Has that messaging that was designed, obviously, to put people at ease during the midst of the pandemic, has it boomeranged at all that people are saying, well, everybody said that kids don't really get sick, so why should I worry about getting vaccinated? Is that a hurdle we have to cross? I think it is a little bit. And I think it is it, it there is some nuance to it, right? Because because kids don't get as sick and that's a, as as adults and they aren't as high risk and, and they don't spread it quite as well. And those are really important things to know. And especially when we're thinking about return to school and the fact that we we can, you know, effectively control the spread of COVID in schools with things like masks and physical distancing. But also kids still can get sick. And if we have a safe and effective way to, to prevent children from getting really ill and to allow them to be able to ultimately back off on some of these other things, then that, you know, that's just really good reason for us to do it. I don't want you to make a prediction on something like this, but do you think we are relatively close to the vaccine being opened for, I've heard like two to 12 would be the next, or maybe the final uh, group they'd look at. Do Do you think that is on the horizon? Yeah, you know, of course, you point out, you know, it it 100% depends on the data and the safety and that we have to take that step by step and see what it shows us because because that's that's the process, right? If things go as people think that they might and as if they go uh, as as smoothly and and as safely as they have for the older kids, what what we're hearing is that by the fall it could be a good estimation for when the vaccine will be available for younger kids at least 6 and up, maybe maybe even a little bit younger. But again, it really, it, it so much depends on, on the data that we see because we, we really have to follow that and make sure we're, we're following each step along the way. And we've heard a lot and everything, it seems the tea leaves tell us there's a booster in our future, be it a year or two year. Are we following that same track for 12 to 15 and then eventually younger as well, we think? Yeah, I, I think we can expect that the recommendations for boosters for teens is probably going to be similar, if not exactly the same to that in adults. And, and again, you know, this is something that we, we have to follow the data and, and uh, the science and see where that takes us. I think most people think a, a booster shot is probably likely going to be recommended as to how far out. We don't know yet. But I think I think it's, you know, the, the vaccine is working so similarly in teens and adults that I think we can expect we'll we'll see the same recommendations for boosters in teens as we do adults. And overall here, as we are talking um, late May, vaccination rate continues to rise, but we've seen some stalling in some places. And 
is this final couple miles here on this journey going to be the toughest, just kind of where we're almost going door to door trying to convince people that it's important? Yeah, I think, you know, you're right that that I think most of the folks who were really eager, ready right away to get their vaccine have now have had access and are able to do that. And now it's the time where where families or adults who have questions just need the time to have those questions answered and and to talk to someone who they trust, like their pediatrician, about what those questions are. You know, one thing I'm really excited about is that it more and more the vaccine is actually getting out to pediatricians offices. And so that would be a great place for families to actually sit down and have a conversation with their pediatrician about the vaccine and and why they recommend it and what the the pros and cons are and and why we're recommending it as pediatricians and then hopefully be able to get it right there in the office. Not not for everybody yet, though we're working on it, but but lots of pediatricians offices actually all are already getting the vaccine in in their in their offices. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.